Life is full of questions. It's full of twists and turns and complex issues to try to figure out. The last thing you need when planning your financial future is to have the same kind of confusion and complications. You don't need more questions, you need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, your local investor coach in Jackson and the surrounding areas. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So, let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hello and welcome to the program. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. And uh, I will help welcome you to the show today, folks. I'm going to laugh a lot because Nathan's here in the studio and he's got on like the uh, Groucho Marx like glasses, like the glasses with the nose and the fake mustache thing going on. Uh, he's incognito today. But uh, here on The Financial Answer, we talk about the world of investing, finance, and retirement with your local financial coach and jester, apparently, Nathan O'Brien. <laughs> today, yeah, that's right. And O'Brien and Associates. Uh, you can get yourself on the calendar and uh, you can have a conversation with Nathan by calling 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. Please leave your name and phone number and they will call you back uh, either right away or you know by Monday or so. So just uh, be prepared for that because it is the weekend and we are on the air, but he'll try to get back with you if he can. Can as soon as possible. 855 coach No cost or obligation to have a conversation with Nathan. If you'd like to get your complimentary investor awareness guide, you can also call that same number, 855 coach and let them know you'd like a copy of that. Leave your contact information, and they can shoot you that out uh, via email or uh, a hard copy as well. So welcome, Groucho. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing really good. I, uh, as I was telling you before the show, I got that in the mail from a company earlier this week, and uh-huh. I thought it was funny. It's just you know, lumpy mail, the stuff that you get occasionally. Oh yeah, no, it's so good. It was great. I thought it was. You come walking in, and I saw that. I just started dying laughing. I was glad we weren't on air yet because I, know. I, was, I was starting to roll. I was like, I was not expecting that when I looked up to say hello, and there's like, you know. You know right. those goofy glasses with the fake nose and the big bushy <laughs> eyebrows and the and the little uh, the little I guess the little mustache under the nose or the little thing there, right? So yeah, pretty pretty yeah. good stuff, pretty good stuff. Hey, listen, yeah. uh, let me ask you a quick question, real fast. Okay, yeah, uh, I got some in the news stuff for you, real quick. Uh, so President Bush passed away. They we yeah. the market closed right. for his funeral. Right, uh, that uh-huh. was uh, last last week or so, right. and the market had been actually fairly steadily sliding for. I don't know, probably two weeks or so. It yeah, seems yeah. to have rebounded a little bit, but then it started to slide again. Uh, and I saw some reports like how construction's been falling, things of that nature, like yeah, economic yeah. indicators. Anything you see out there, or do you think it's just the end of the year? What, yeah, what's I mean, take? I think the construction, I saw the article on the construction thing, Okay, um, I think, or I saw some articles on that. And uh, I think the deal with that is just interest rates are rising. True. You know, yeah. so that's that's causing a little slowdown there. Because there's been a pretty um, big housing boom, uh, you know, all around this, this yeah. past six, eight, nine months or so. Yeah, yeah there has. I mean, it, you know, there's been a lot going on in Jackson and Nashville, especially. Nashville's had tremendous growth mm-hmm. over the last three or four years in yeah. housing. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I saw a lot of articles the last week also talking about, um, you know, the 10-year Treasury versus the two-year two and the, you know, worried about the inverted yield curve and all this kind of stuff. Right. And, um, you know, all of those, a lot of articles were talking about how that's a, a prediction of what may be an economic downturn or something like that that's, gonna, that's going on. And 
that's not reliable. You know, looking in the past, looking throughout history, it has happened a couple of times. Right. Um, you know, over the past hundred years that that has, you know, has kind of led to a recession or an economic downturn, whatever. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it happens every time because it doesn't you know 70 percent right. of the time it doesn't happen so don't let you know there's really no <laughs> there's no reliable way to no, tell what's really going to happen next and so don't don't get focused on those things a lot of the news a lot of the prediction everybody has a chance of guessing it right there's a 50 50 chance of it so yeah you know it don't don't worry about that stuff just invest right diversify right and hold it for the long term that's that's the winning game right there that's what's going to help you to win over time. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And, and I was going to ask you about that with the market because uh, right before, I guess it was maybe a few days or so before uh, President Bush, uh, his funeral and stuff, yeah. uh, that everything, like it was it was slowly ticking down and it wound up ticking down uh, from the, I think, upper 25s on the Dow uh, down to 23, actually got yeah. all the way down to 23. Yeah, but then within like two or three days, I guess two or three days earlier this week, it was back up to yeah. 25 again and then it dropped. Right. So, I mean, it's, I think it's, it's just, bouncing. It's just yeah. been doing this all year <laughs> and people still continue to have these questions. And I guess maybe they just need something to talk about. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, what we try well, to do get worried well I they mean, do that's, you know that's what it comes down to is people just yeah. get worried about the future their financial future and their investing so uh, you know it's it comes down to having a plan and sticking to that which is hard it is because, it is because our emotions tell us to to run exactly <laughs> get away from the pain well I was say, and that's one of the reasons that we you know the things we talk about here on the show is to say okay look these things are going to happen we try to talk about them get some information out there and say look ideally you really just want to have that one-on-one -on -one conversation go through uh, the plan and find out if your plan is set up properly to weather this stuff and then you won't have to worry about it as much and hopefully you'll learn some good information and education along the way so I got I'm gonna have some fun here today on this show since and it worked out well with you coming in with the the nose and the mustache thing because uh, I'm gonna turn you into uh, Santa Nathan here in, in a minute and we're gonna do your financial stocking stuffer uh, in just a moment but before we do I wanted to share a little fun fact with you I thought this was All pretty right. funny okay uh, so did you know that in Japan uh, folks typically traditionally eat Kentucky Fried Chicken (KFC) for Christmas dinner. <laughs> now I've heard that, but I, did, <laughs> I didn't know that was a fact or yeah, a tradition. Was, there, well, it, yeah, apparently it that's is. That's pretty cool. It is pretty interesting. <laughs> so when our producers put this on the list, I had to go Google it. And so apparently, since the '70s, this has been a thing. Uh, really? So yeah. So I guess wow. once KFC got uh, firmly established <laughs> over there, it's the largest uh, next to only McDonald's. It's the largest American fast food or American food chain over in Japan. Wow. And apparently it got yeah. started as a promotional thing and it caught on and now it's become a tradition there for the last almost 40 years. So that wow, is interesting. That's, a, that's neat. Yeah, yeah that's so different. We might have to start having, you know, uh, Japanese noodles or something here on, for, on this side for, <laughs> right. for our Christmas dinners I, or something. Our family does something a little different. We typically do steaks and shrimp. We'll grill out some steaks and do that and shrimp. And so we do that instead of, that's you know, typically you the tradition that. of, yeah. you know, turkey and or ham or, or whatever. Ham. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So that's funny yeah. you say that because my wife said, look, I just made turkey for Thanksgiving yeah. and she made a ham like actually two weeks ago and she's like I don't want either for Christmas what do you want to do and I said well, why don't we just do like surf and turf and she was yeah. like let's do it so there it's go. good yeah it's good it's a good change during you know that time of year because you typically have that a lot especially if, if you have a lot of you know business events and you know right. family events things yeah. like that you're going to have a lot of the traditional stuff so yeah. it's good to change it up with steaks and, and shrimp or you know KFC evidently it works pretty good there you go 
know so. you could go that route too. <laughs> well, if you're just now tuning in to the financial answer and you're wondering, where's my financial program? What are they talking about? <laughs> it's, uh, it's still here. We're just having a little fun as you know, the holiday season is upon us and the year's winding down. So we're going to get into some of this stuff in a second. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and uh, hit our bumper here and we're going to do our financial dictionary and uh, play that little sounder right there for me. Don't be afraid. There's no pop quiz. It's just time for the financial dictionary. All right. And that sound was our financial dictionary. So here's your term this week, Nathan. Why don't you give us uh, the definition or the explanation of this week's word? And that is P.E. ratio. Oh, okay. So, yeah, this is something that a lot of people look at for a stock and they'll just try to figure out it's what's price to earnings is what the P.E. stands for. Price to earnings ratio. So, you know, okay. basically, if you're looking at a company, you're looking at what they're trading at. If they're, for example, a multiple of like 20, okay, right. then that's going to say that you're willing to pay or the investor is willing to pay $20 for every $1 of earnings. So okay. price to earnings there is really what that comes down to. And I would say just a common thing that people look at here is large cap stocks are going to be 20 to 25 for the P.E. ratio on average. And a lot of companies now are around that range. A lot of companies are a lot higher than that. So that kind of gets people worried. You look at Amazon, Amazon's like 200 for the P.E. ratio right now. So people are thinking, well, you know, that's really high and, you know, the stock's going to fall or something's going to happen. But as you're looking across the board, most stocks are not really off by a lot on their P.E. ratios. The large caps are, you know, like I said, 20 to 25 on average, and small caps typically are around, you know, 30% more than that, uh, usually something along those lines. It's not always, but, uh, you know, again, don't use that as an indicator of what's to, you know, what's going to happen with the market. You cannot predict declines. You cannot predict recessions. Those things are not uh, possible. You know, no no one is able to do that consistently. And a lot of times people try to use the PE ratio for that, but it's a good amount of information. It's good information for you, but it really doesn't help you make a prediction about the future. So don't try to use it for that. All right. Well, that's our financial dictionary this week on the financial answer, PE ratio. If you got questions about uh, really anything that pertains to your retirement and investing life, well, Nathan's a registered investment advisor, a chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local SmartVestor Pro with Dave Ramsey. And he's your local investor coach here in the Hub City. So give him a jingle, 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. And request the Investor Awareness Guide while you call in as well. Both are complimentary to you if you get started today. 855-51-COACH. More to come right after this. Hey everybody, Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your smartphone. Don't forget for your complimentary Retirement Rescue Toolkit, text RETIRE to 555-888 or call 855-51-COACH. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on The Financial Answer. Sure, you could eat hamburgers and hot dogs every day. But is that really what's best for you? What about your financial health? Is it really best to work with an advisor that can only offer you one or two products? Of course not. 
So keep listening to The Financial Answer to hear what it's like to work with an advisor who puts your financial health above all else. You're back here with us on The Financial Answer. It's time for the mailbag. We're going to take a quick email question that's coming to the website, investorcoach.net. That's where you go if you'd like to submit a question, investorcoach.net. And we've got one here from Claire, and Claire is in uh, Jackson, and she says, Hey, Nathan, we recently got a letter promoting a program where we can split our mortgage payments in half Mm. and pay every two weeks instead of once a month. Somehow this is going to help us pay this off faster, question mark. Is this something we should look at doing, question mark? Yeah, so, you know, you don't need a program to do that. You can actually just... Just do um, it, right? Yeah, just do it. Yeah, so you can pay, you know, every two weeks and pay toward your principal and and do that fine. And yes, it works. It will pay off your mortgage faster because you're paying down that principal faster. So Even, by splitting it, yeah, it's yeah. creating... Okay. It does. It, it works like that. You need to make sure that, that your bank is okay with that. And one of those payments is going to have to be interest payments, you know, sure. or some of that's going to have to be interest payments there. But, you know, the the reason you're hearing about the program, Claire, is because there's some kind of mortgage company or a bank or something that's out there trying to sell this refinance. Okay. So they're, they're going to make their three to five grand or 10 grand, whatever they're charging you to do this refinance, to set it up, to do something that you can do already. Okay. So don't, don't, fall for that. Don't fall for the extra financing cost. Yeah, and don't fall for those things that are out there. It's probably a good idea to talk to your bank ahead of time and make sure that they're okay with it. Okay. Right. But you can set this up and your bank may even set this up yourself. Well, the mortgage lender themselves you. may be doing it. I, yeah, I guess my yeah, question might so. be to Claire, if she got a letter promoting it, is it from your actual lender? Is it from your actual mortgage holder? <laughs> probably not. Probably I mean, not. What That's what my thought past. too. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I, when I saw this, uh, I actually went and looked at my own. I pulled up my own and it says right on there, if you'd like to split your payments, feel free to do so. So <laughs> a lot you of go. times your mortgage yeah. people will let you do that, Claire. That's right. Um, and another company, look, people are always trying to find a way to you know, scam or get over and not even, maybe it's not even a scam. I mean, they're being honest, but they're also saying, well, we'll charge you to help you get it done. Right. I mean, right. I don't know if that's the case because you they're didn't just put it in there, but make an income by doing it. They're making right. a commission Everybody, or whatever. By exactly. Doing just it. trying yeah, to generate so, some stuff. Yeah, so yeah. check with your actual mortgage person, check with your actual bank, Claire, before you certainly jump into something like that. But as Nathan said, it doesn't need to be a program. It should just be there. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, right. You shouldn't uh, have to pay for that. You shouldn't have to pay it for that. It should save you money, not cost you something. Exactly. And actually, we got time. I'm going to squeeze in one more email question. Claire, thank you so much for that. We certainly appreciate it. Bill's got a question for you. Bill's also in Jackson and says, Nathan, I heard someone say that you should save 15% of your income for retirement, and we're only saving about 10, and that feels like a lot to us. Do you think we're behind the eight ball? Oh, yeah, you can be, Bill. Um, It just depends. It depends on if you've got a pension. It depends on, you know, how much your Social Security is going to be. It depends on how much you're going to spend. So there's no way to say that, you know, 10% is not enough or even 15% is enough. You know, you may need to save 20 or 25%. I don't know, you know, what your situation is. You know, that's, you know you're um, scaring people right now. Right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. 20%? So, are you crazy? Oh, uh, no. I know. Well, when you when you look at, you know, if you start later in life, then, you True. know, if yeah. you don't, if you wait until 50, then, yeah, that's a lot of times the reality there is you've got to save that much. Good but point. even if you're only saving five, 
Five is better than nothing. Nothing, yeah. Okay, so yes, take advantage and save as much as you can. Ten is a good number to start with, and 15 is probably better. Okay, uh, all right. probably going to help you a lot more. So, uh, But Bill, sit down with an advisor and see what you need to be saving. And, and, and then you'll know. Plan. Yeah, yeah, you'll know exactly if you're, if you're on track or not, and, and you'll know if you're – if you're doing what you need to do. Well, with him saying 10 feels like a lot, if you did have to go to 15, Bill, having a conversation with an advisor to A, know you got to go to 15, and then B, all right, how can we work together how to budget to get to yeah, 15? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So certainly worthy, which is obviously, look, folks, that's one of the reasons we do the show here is to promote a lot of information and get you thinking about things. And hopefully you want to come in and talk with Nathan, but we also do encourage you to just talk with somebody. Make right. sure that you're having yeah. uh, somebody on your side to work with you. Nathan would love to, but again, at the end of the day, just work with somebody. I just want you to say, you know, if you're new at this, say $50 a month, you know, and and that's an easy thing to do. Start with that. You'll see it grow. You'll see what happens. And that's going to cause you to want to save more. Just get it going. Get started. That's the key. Bill, if you're 60, $50 a month probably won't help a lot. Probably not. (laughs) But again, it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's That's our mailbag segment here on the financial answer. Hey guys, if you need some help, give Nathan a call, get on the calendar. Great guy to talk to. And you'll find out if they're, if you can help each other, you know, it's a mutual kind of thing. You know, Nathan, we don't try to turn every radio listener into a client. Uh, You come in, you have a conversation. It may be the right fit. It may not be. But the idea is to get started. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. No cost or obligation to do so. And we'll be back in just a minute to finish up the show talking about 401k mistakes or missteps. Don't go anywhere. This is the Financial Answer. Throughout history, People have relied on sensei, scholars, and philosophers for answers to difficult questions. Although we can't help you discover the meaning of life, we can help you sort through the numbers and figures in your financial plan. Keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, Registered Investment Advisor at O'Brien & Associates. He's the founder, the big dog, the CEO, the big kahuna, and today, Santa Claus, because (laughs) we're going to do financial stocking stuffer here on The Financial Answer. 855-51-COACH, your number to call to get yourself on the calendar to come in and see Santa, Nathan, and talk about your own uh, investing and retirement strategies, things of that nature. Nathan's a great resource, been doing this for over 15 years, and here to serve the community as your local investor coach in the Hub City, 855-51-COACH for no cost, no obligation consultation with Nathan or to get a complimentary investor awareness guide, which is a great way to get started as well. You can call that same number, 855-51-COACH. All right, Santa. So let's assume, first of all, because I know that all of our listeners to this show are on the nice list. Right. Yes, absolutely. We, we know they're going to yeah, be on the nice absolutely. list. Absolutely, uh, it's the other station that. That's you know, right. Those it's are, the other those ones. Are all yeah, the naughty, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the naughty list. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you some. I don't know financial products or terms or things like that, and you tell us if you were Santa, would you give it to somebody as a? It would be a naughty or nice gift, basically. <laughs> okay. Okay? okay. So just go do the naughty Sounds nice. Good. Thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's start off with uh, an S and P 500 indexed ETF. What do you think? Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, I would say that's going to be pretty good on you know somebody's on the uh, nice list for okay. that one if they receive that. Yeah, so you know the the S and P ETF is good. It's not the best thing out there, but there's definitely a lot a lot worse useful investments. Tool in, in, yeah, it's okay. a useful tool. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, if I see someone that has it in their portfolio, I'm not jumping on them and saying, "Hey, change this. It's terrible." Okay. Um, the problem is, is if you have eighty percent in that fund, <laughs> then okay. you know you're not right. diversified, right? And and so. 
that would definitely be on the nice list if you received that. So All right. So with ETFs and the index, now they index mm-hmm. these lots of different ways, right? Yeah. Is it not yeah, just so, anyone? Well, for example, if it says it's the S&P 500 index, right. then it's going to follow for that this one, index. Right. right. But there are so other it, ones for yeah, other Yeah. There can be yeah. Dow indexes. There can be Russell. There can be you know MSCIs. All the different things, all the different indexes actually that are out there. There's, I don't even know how many. I've actually 30, heard that the banking something. system has started creating a bunch of new ones because- they, Oh, they, yeah. yeah. There's stuff for, there's, a, there's an <laughs> ETF, an index for just about everything. And the same thing um, with annuities, I believe. Yeah, right, it yeah. is. Yeah, there there is for that. So, you know, there's a lot of different things. There's inflation indexes and all kinds of stuff that that are out there. But um, and that's how they that's how they judge their their performance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and they'll they'll look at just different. They'll follow different things. You can even have inside of, for an example, indexed annuities. They're going to follow these indexes and they can make up all kinds of indexes to follow along those. So you can have a credit based on you know, pork bellies in China or something like that. <laughs> so all kinds of things or that can be made in, up to be used. chicken in Japan. Chicken in Japan, that's right. So probably a good time to buy that stock in, in there, Japan. There you so. go. All right, all right. Well, that's good information. So, you know, like Don't anything. Don't take that as a stock recommendation. Exactly, folks. I was getting ready to say, as always, we're having a little fun offering a little education, right. but please no, always, right. always check with your qualified professional before, before you take any action. It's crazy we have to do that, isn't it? It is, it is. It, it, but it's it's just part of society. And that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If you have questions or concerns and you, you're not getting those answers from your advisor, Nathan can answer those one-on-one. Right. Because here on the that's radio, right. it's general terms, folks, general terms. <laughs> so it's uh, it would be considered, I guess, on the nice list if you got one of those. So, yeah, uh, But then absolutely. you want to have it evaluated for sure. That's right. Okay. So let's talk about a high-yield bond portfolio, mm, Santa. Yeah. What do you think there? So if you got that, you're on the naughty list oh, now okay. because, yeah, that's probably down 20% <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you know, when interest rates go up, bonds go down, and high-yield bonds really, really have fluctuation with that So because they're longer term. Yeah. Um, and so that, you know, they're going to pay a higher yield typically over over time. But in this type of environment, when the Federal Reserve is raising interest rates like they are, high-yield bonds are your enemy, the worst thing that you can have okay. um, in your portfolio. So a lot of risk. So you're getting a lump of coal, basically. Yes, you are, basically. All right. So now I find high yield bond portfolio to be fascinating to me. And here's why I'm going to tell you. Okay. Because it sounds like that they got a publicist who gave them a makeover because we most commonly know these as junk bonds. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But high yield bond portfolio sounds much sexier. It is. It's got. It's it a much nicer name to it than because you don't bond. want to buy junk, right? right? You you want to buy the high yield, exactly. So be careful with those. Now, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Nathan, but is it symbol on the exchange J and K? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. So, so yeah, I mean, you the publicists gotta, didn't do a complete job. But. That's right. No, it's not completely hidden from you. So, you know, the thing that that a lot of people look at for these type of bonds, uh-huh. Mark, is they're just trying to get a better return. Sure, okay? sure. But you always have to look at risk versus return. You've got to be much, aware of it, right? How much of you know each that you're receiving? So, per the unit of risk, how much un, how many units of return are you receiving? High yield bonds are not efficient for that. So you have a lot of risk for the each unit 
unit of return that you're getting. You're much better to invest in the market for that type of risk. Okay. Have bonds, but have short-term, high-quality, very low-volatility bonds in your portfolio for safety, for stability. That's why you hold bonds, not, not for return. All right. Well, that's, you, the, that's the mistake that a lot of people make. Sorry. No, you're fine. No, there. you're fine. That, that's a great mistake to understand. So this is the financial answer. We're having a little fun with Nathan here with the financial stocking stuffers. Uh, he's playing Santa and telling us if these are on the naughty or nice list. So a high yield <laughs> bond or a junk bond probably puts means you that you're on the naughty list. But I can just a, see a, a seven year old child, you know, out there that's that's ooh, getting a high a bond. yield bond yeah. from Santa. They're like, oh, well, this, this is terrible. Do you remember those? <laughs> you, you've probably seen them in clips before, but those old new newsreels that they would advertise that stuff after during world war ii right <laughs> yeah you know right savings bonds uh, savings right. bonds yeah, yeah they exactly. would advertise savings so. bonds for sure so <laughs> and uh, and santa might even be delivering it you never know so good stuff here on the program today having some fun 855-51 coach your number to call if you've got questions and concerns about anything that relates into your retirement portfolio or your investing life nathan's here to help so we're going to continue on with some fun uh, topics to think about on this here i'm checking my time to see where we're at we're doing pretty good so let me give you another one here okay. uh, we'll continue on how about uh let's drop the a word how about a variable annuity santa <laughs> It's kind of like getting socks, you know. <laughs> so, or a tie, like the, eight, the 18th right. tie. Or a tie, that's right. No, you know, I mean, not not all <laughs> in variable annuities are terrible, okay? Okay. But uh, they're, most of them are. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of expenses in variable annuities. They're very costly, um, right? Yeah, they're very, very costly. And you just have to be careful with, uh, you know, the locking you in for a certain time frame. I think the average is about four years. You just need to make sure you understand the liquidity, understand all of the cost. There are so many layers of cost that people just don't don't understand with variable annuities. There right. are some situations where they fit. Okay, but uh, so if you've got one, don't panic that it's the worst thing in the world. But it it may not be the most efficient way to invest in what you're trying to accomplish. So always be cautious when an advisor is talking to you about a variable annuity. Just ask a lot of questions. Uh, find out the total cost in the in those things and make sure that you get a second opinion yeah. on that variable annuity because it comes down to they may not know everything and they may not tell you everything about the cost, the hidden costs that are associated with that. So talk to a registered investment advisor that can help you make a good decision. And Nathan happens to be a registered investment advisor. So I if you am. do have some That's questions right. about variable annuities, uh, he can definitely help you out with that. 855-51-COACH. And I know that they tend to be, they're the trouble Baldwin brother, you know, like of all the Baldwins, they right? They're like <laughs> yeah, the Alec right. Baldwin. They're like of, Alec. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, they tend to be the ones that gets the bad rap. They right. do, yeah, because um, they're so oversold. You yeah. know, they, they tend to pay the advisor really well, so they tend to get oversold because of that. Okay, and so right. you have to you have to be careful with that when an advisor is recommending that variable annuity and just make sure that it is what you need and not something that's gonna lock you in for a long time frame that has a lot of costs that really keeps you from making much return. Okay, so what about maybe uh, one of the other brothers, an indexed annuity? Yeah. Uh, what, so what would you think about that? Same, same ballgame. The, the thing here is this is more of a fixed annuity. It is a fixed annuity. So you can't lose money in an indexed annuity, but you may not make very much. And a lot okay. of times they're they're missold. So this is this is kind of like, you know, again, getting the the uh, bag of uh, 
coal or something in your stocking. It may not be the best thing. Okay. Uh, it can be good, though. Okay. Uh, in just, certain like, situations, just like a variable vehicle, annuity right. can. Yeah, that's right. So the thing that you have to be cautious with with indexed annuities they, is, number one, they tend to have a really long time frame that you lock the money in. So could be seven, 10 years, something like that, that you lock the money up. Could be 15 or 20 years. I've seen products that are that long that okay. you lock your money in for that long. So uh, they do typically have some type of liquidity feature. You can take 5 or 10% out every year. You just got to make sure that's enough. And it, this needs to be the fixed portion, a, a low return portion of your portfolio if you use it. It does not make market returns on average. Uh, it may have a good year, but it's not going to make on average more than typically three to five percent. That's what we see over time. So, uh, can be a good product if it's used correctly, but a lot of people misuse it, just like with variable annuities. Okay, so uh, variables probably would be on the naughty list. Would indexed be on there as well, or maybe? Yeah, kind of I don't know. I mean, miss? both of them can have their their spots. I you know, you. both of them can have their their things. So if you get one, you know, it doesn't mean that Santa's necessarily down <laughs> on you for the year. Uh, just just really <laughs> just be cautious as you open yeah. up that gift. You yeah, know, there you and go. Make sure. There you go. All <laughs> right. Well, we're gonna take a break here in just a second. So we're having. A little, had a little fun here with our stocking stuffer, so we appreciate you coming <laughs> along with us on this, Nathan. Uh, the final gift that maybe that you might get in your in your stocking is it naughty or nice to get a fiduciary advisor? Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's got to be uh, that's the a nice good list. Yeah, it's got to be a good although gift putting a person in your stocking would be weird, but you know. <laughs> that is kind of weird. That's a big stocking. <laughs> that's a hey? big stocking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you're working with an advisor and you know they haven't in the past been a fiduciary for you and they come out and say hey you know we're we're changing things here we're going to do better for you we're going to be a fiduciary and work in your best interest now and try to focus on that going forward in the future everybody's going to like that and feel positive about that so you need to ask that question have that conversation with your advisor and make sure that they are a fiduciary for you one of the things that that we like to really offer because I'm, I'm passionate about what we do. And so we want to make sure that you as a client or as an investor are making good decisions with your portfolio. And so we're offering our MRI, it's our portfolio MRI, uh, and it's free for you. So you don't have to pay anything. We'll do a full analysis of your 401k or a full analysis of the investment portfolios that you have and show you how diversified you are, what your expected return is going forward. And how much, if we continue to have economic decline and market decline going forward, how much you could lose in that type of market condition. So this is our portfolio MRI. It's it's free to you. We normally charge $500. We'd love to show you uh, how you're investing and some positives and some negative things that are going on in your portfolio. If you'd like to take advantage of that, all you have to do is give us a call, 855-51-COACH. Let us know you'd like to get that MRI done, and we will set up a time, schedule a time to review that with you. It typically takes about an hour of our time to go through that. So give us a call, 855-51-COACH. Let us know you would like to have that MRI. Get your complimentary portfolio MRI from Nathan, as he just mentioned, 855-51-COACH. Great offer here on the program. A lot of good information today on the show. So reach out, get started today here for the radio listeners. It is complimentary, so get on the phone, give them a call. It only takes you about, I don't know, 30 seconds or so to call in. 855-51-COACH. Leave your name and contact information. Nathan will get right back with you ASAP and get you scheduled for a time that's convenient for you. 855-51-COACH. This is the financial answer. More to come here on the other side. Don't go anywhere. 
ever get tired of your financial advisor giving you a sales pitch and calling it a plan? At O'Brien & Associates, we believe every client deserves a financial plan that's customized to their unique situation. That's why we keep you, and only you, in mind when crafting your portfolio. After all, it's not just your money at stake. We recognize your well-being is on the line. So come in for a visit. Let us help you develop, implement, and monitor a strategy that's designed to address your individual situation. To schedule an appointment, call your local investor coach, Nathan O'Brien, at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. Or simply, 855-51-COACH. Did you know that your host, Nathan O'Brien, promises to put your interests first as a client? He wants to help you answer some of your toughest financial questions. Now, Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. Well, you're back here with us for the third quarter of The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, Registered Investment Advisor, Chartered Retirement Planning Counselor, as well as Local Smart Investor Pro with Dave Ramsey. He's the founder and the CEO at O'Brien & Associates and your local investor coach here in the Hub City, West Tennessee. He's got an office in Jackson and Huntington, and you can get yourself on the calendar for that complimentary MRI, that portfolio MRI, we should say, because he's not a doctor, as 855-51-COACH. That's 855 one coach. That's how you get started. No cost or obligation here through the radio program. So give Nathan a jingle. Even though it's the end of the year, don't let that hold you up. Give him a call. Get on the calendar. You got free time sometimes yeah, during the year. It's our Christmas present too. Exactly. You, so, yeah. And sometimes yeah. people got more free time than they realize. Now, if you're retired, you got a lot of free time. But if you're still working, <laughs> I tell you, all my retired clients don't say that. They don't say that, do <laughs> no, they? No, they're like, I don't know how it ever worked. I got so much going on now. We so. hear that all the time. It's so funny, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, listen, um, I want to talk a little bit of rebalancing here uh, on this section okay, of the yeah, show. Great. Uh, but before we do, uh, how was your hunting trip and your, your fishing trip? Did you fish or just hunt? It was just hunting, just okay. hunting this time. It was great. Uh, had a had a really good trip and went out to Kansas, did a little pheasant hunting. And that's the first time I've ever hunted wild pheasant. And okay. good, actually. Right. I had I pulled off some good shots. My All the guys that were hunting with me uh, were kind of impressed. So I was proud of myself. Nice, <laughs> very nice. Made some good shots and had a really fantastic time. I, I enjoy uh, just being outdoors, and you know, we walked about forty miles. It seems like through grass. Well, you're looking very, waist. you're looking very thin today. So yeah, that's, hey, looking <laughs> very you. fit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, part right. of, part of lugging, uh, you know, you're lugging your gear. I mean, you're lugging your your guns, and I'm sure you have yeah, some stuff absolutely. on you. Absolutely. So you got to stay balanced as you're heading through. You're walking through that's all the, right. the fields and the plains and stuff. Yeah. That's so I was right. thinking about that, and I was like, okay, in order to you know do a good job, you know, you want to make sure that you're balanced properly. Yeah. Um, that, and the the gun, you know, is a, is the great example. We're yeah. constantly moving it. Around around trying to get it in a you know balanced so yeah. you can carry it without having to be you know wait you know weighted toward one end of the gun yeah, or the exactly. other just because it wears you out after you're walking all day eight or ten hours a day so yeah and you don't um, want to trip and get chainied so you know <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> you want to you want to make yeah. sure that uh, i'm gonna leave that's my true. little jokes there to the side because i don't want to get in trouble but uh you know so rebalancing is really important right in in lots Absolutely. of factors in life but it's yeah, definitely it important in the portfolio so give us a quick breakdown what does rebalancing your portfolio even mean and why yeah. is it important 
Yeah, I mean, people tend to forget about this. You you have, if you invest correctly, you're diversified. You've got different asset classes that you hold. And let's just talk as an example, stocks and bonds. Okay. okay? So stocks typically are going to grow a lot faster than bonds do. People a lot of times forget about that. They'll put maybe 70% in stocks and 30 in bonds and just let it go for a long time. And if you do that, then your stocks are growing. They're outpacing that and they become 80 or 90% of your portfolio. And then then when you have a big decline in the market, what goes down faster, stocks or bonds? Well, stocks do, right. of course. And so if you have a heavier allocation in stocks, then you lose more than you expected. So you've got to rebalance. You've got to bring things back to targets and make sure that you stay on track to keep the risk level that you originally wanted. Okay. So how often should we be doing this? Does it happen for us automatically? Yeah, so it can. Some okay. investments do that automatically. I've seen a lot of 401ks. It's not a, it's not a given that your 401k is going to rebalance automatically for you. Okay. okay? Well, but, those target, but those some target do. date funds are supposed to, Yeah, right? they do. Those target date funds typically do. And so that's something if you are investing in those, again, not all of them. Okay. Right. So you got to be careful, um, but make sure that you're, you know, the one that you're investing in rebalances. But some of the typical ones, the, the Fidelities, the Vanguards, those are going to rebalance for okay. you. Okay. Um, um, but you've got to make sure that that's done, you know, on a on a regular basis. There's not really a certain time frame. We typically do it for our clients at a five percent uh, interval. Okay, so okay. if if an asset class is off by five percent, then we're going to go ahead and rebalance it. Sometimes that happens three or four times in a year. Sometimes it's you know. It doesn't even happen in a year. It just depends. If everything's kind of growing together and it stays pretty close to on track, then we may not even rebalance it in a year. But 5% is the target for us. Okay. Um, and, you know, 401ks, again, they typically are going to do that automatically for you. So, But most other investments don't rebalance. Most portfolios don't do it by themselves. So you got to be careful. Make sure that you're doing that. So is that something we should be uh, saying to our advisors periodically? Hey, how yes. often are you rebalancing? Yeah, why, what's your advisor doing if they're not rebalancing it for you so okay. you know Good that's point. that's a big part of it and a lot of brokers you know when they when you just buy the mutual funds or buy the stocks or whatever they're they're not going to rebalance that for you and that's that's because you really don't you really don't know your risk and the advisor even i would say in that case doesn't even know the risk that that they've got you signed up for so if they haven't rebalanced your account and brought it back on track then that's a conversation you've got to have and if they still don't do it you know, talk to us. We'll be glad to help you make sure that you stay on track and rebalance as you need to. Well, you're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. I'm Mark Killian, riding shotgun as always. We're talking about rebalancing our portfolio, why it's important, how often we should be doing it. And it's okay to say to your advisor, hey, uh, what's your plan with this? What are you doing on this? How <laughs> often right. are we doing that? That's Don't right. feel shy They're about it. working for you. Exactly. That's right. So have that conversation. This is your retirement, your nest egg, your financial future. So make sure they're on track with it. Absolutely. And again, if you need a second opinion, if you need some help, if you've got questions or concerns, uh, get that complimentary process started with Nathan by calling 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. Say, hey, this is John Smith or Jane Smith. Here's my phone number. And Nathan will get back with you ASAP and get you scheduled for a time that's convenient for you to pop into the office and talk with him in Jackson or Huntington, whichever one's convenient, 855-51-COACH. 
So Nathan, I kind of asked you if there was investment vehicles that rebalance automatically. So I'm going to skip around here a little bit. Um, okay. Obviously, this is different when we're younger than when we're older. Yes. Yeah, or it no? is. Okay. It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, for myself, I'm I'm really aggressive in my investments. So I've got 95 percent of my investments in stocks. Okay. okay. Uh, diversified, 21 different asset classes, basically all over the world. So I'm I'm really diversified with that, and I have a really heavy weighting in stocks. So it's really never going to get off by five percent it can't you know because it's it's going to have it so i may rebalance uh, among different asset classes like small stocks versus large stocks things like that i'm going to okay. rebalance those over time but when you're looking at stocks to bonds or stocks to cash i probably won't ever rebalance that until i get closer to retirement okay you know because it's not going to get off at that point until then so when i bring it back dial it back and get a little more conservative maybe 70 percent in stocks or something like that then yes that is going to require more rebalancing because the portfolio can get off easier at that point. Your bonds are not growing very fast typically. Right. Uh, so stocks do that. And for the most part, years like this year, when, when stocks are down, we're selling off right. bonds, you know, and buying stocks at a lower price, which is you know, that's the golden rule of investing. You've okay. got to buy low and sell high. Right, you exactly. Know, rebalancing is going to automatically do that for you. So as, if your advisor is doing that, then they're selling what's high and buying what's low. And people don't do that on average. We just, we tend to buy stuff or sell stuff when it's low and buy stuff when it's high. Right. And that's, that's not going to help us over time to be a successful investor. Well, to keep the names uh, of the guilty innocent here or to protect it, uh, could you maybe share <laughs> maybe share uh, a thought what you've had where uh, you've seen somebody who came in oh, yeah. and they had gone a long time and, and it really kind of maybe messed them up? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. This this past year was a great example okay. of that. Uh, actually, the first, I don't know, January, February of this year, I had a conversation with someone that came into my office, I, th I think from the show. They okay. listened and we were talking and they said, um, you know, I looked at their portfolio. They had a pretty heavy allocation in stocks. Uh, they had a lot in U.S. and a lot in international. I think it was around 80% in, in stocks. Um, and they were super happy because what happened last year? Oh, the market was, went up. Up, yeah. up, 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 yeah. <laughs> the market went up all year long, basically. U.S. was up to over 20%. International was up over 30%. Um, so they had a lot of stocks in the portfolio, and it had become a really big portion. And I told them, I said, look, you, you know, because of your age, you're getting closer to retirement. You need to be careful with this. It's a heavy allocation there. Um, and... You know, we ended up rebalancing them, helping them make, you know, get things on track. And they understood, they saw that. Uh, but, you know, if they hadn't, mm -hmm. if we looked at the market this year, international, they had a pretty heavy weighting in international stocks. International's down a lot, you know, this year. Yeah. U.S. is down so far this year. So um, all stocks basically are down this year. Not every asset class, but most asset classes are down this year in the stock category. So, you know, if you have that heavy weighting and you're two or three years away from retirement, it can really cause you to push off that retirement date because you lose so much money. So you've got to be careful with that, especially as you're getting closer to retirement. Absolutely. Well, we're talking about rebalancing here on the program with Nathan O'Brien. And, I, you know, the client that you were talking about that came in for, uh, he came in for the MRI then, obviously. Yeah. And you went definitely. through that process. So if definitely. you want to come in and someone wants to come in and take advantage of the MRI, uh, tell us all about it again. 
Yeah. So, I mean, what you're going to see, what we're going to do for you is an analysis on all of your holdings in your mutual funds and your stocks. So if you, you know, if you have 10 or 20 mutual funds, you probably don't know what stocks you hold inside of those things. We're going to show you those things, show you how truly diversified it is, how much overlap you have in the portfolio, and then show you what your expected return is and the risk that you have going forward. So a lot of things that you can see from that, that will help you make good decisions with investment. We call it our portfolio MRI because it's so detailed, helps you understand what's happening with your investments. You can get that for free. It's our Christmas gift to you this time of year. <laughs> our portfolio MRI is typically $500 that we charge for that, and we are offering it to you for free now. All you have to do is just give us a call, 855-51-COACH. Let us know that you'd like to get that done on your investments. We'll schedule a time before the end of the year here and get that uh, shown to you to help you understand what's happening so you can take that information back to your advisor if you want and have them fix that for you, or if you'd like to work with us at that that point, we'll be glad to help you. Again, give us a call, 855-51-COACH. Let us know that you would like the portfolio MRI. Yeah, great offer again from Nathan here on the program, folks. And look, as we say all the time, the process is not designed to turn every listener into a client, simply a way to offer some additional information and education. As Nathan mentioned, take the information back to your advisor, or if you decide you want to work with him, great, no problem whatsoever. It's really all a part of what we do here on the show. And so take advantage of it. Get yourself on the calendar, spend an hour of your time, and make sure that uh, you get that second opinion that may work for you, or maybe it's a first opinion because you just haven't done it. Uh, You've been sitting around with your head in the like we talked about a couple of weeks ago here. So 855-51-COACH to get on the calendar with Nathan. No cost or obligation for that complimentary portfolio MRI. 855-51-COACH. That is 855-51-COACH. More to come here on the program after this. Can't get those burning financial questions out of your head? Better keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, we're cruising down the home stretch here today on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. 855-51-COACH, your number to call for that no cost, no obligation. Portfolio MRI with Nathan and his lovely wife, Tanya. I guess it's really with Nathan, but Tanya helps out as well. 855-51-COACH. Right. Like, She's do like, that? I'm doing what? No, I'm making phone calls, man. Uh, she, right. You call that number and their team will get back with you and get you scheduled for a time. It's convenient for you to come in and sit down and talk with him about your own investing retirement strategies. In his office in Jackson, Huntington. That's 855-51-COACH. He's a registered investment advisor, an RIA, a chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey. All around good dude. Been doing this for about 15 plus years. So a good resource for you to tap into. 855-51-COACH. And of course, you can check him out online at investorcoach.net. That is investorcoach.net. And while you're there, feel free to uh, click around, check out the website. There's lots of good information on there. There's some uh, downloadables you could take advantage of if you'd like. You could uh, request the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, and you could also just send an email and ask a question, which is what we're going to do right now. So we're going to take some questions from around the area. And I got some good ones for you this week, Nathan. I say that every week. Like, I don't know why I say that because it's like, (laughs) I'm going to ask you a really terrible question. (laughs) We typically have really good questions. We do have questions, good questions come in, but it's like one of those weird radio things you say. I've got some good ones for you. They're all crap. (laughs) (laughs) that's right so we're gonna ask we're gonna ask you some good questions and if you're listening mary this one is from you uh and mary says uh, she's 62 and has about 1.4 mil 
and mm, she wants to know how much saved can well. I? Yeah, she saved well. She says, yeah. Nathan, how much can I spend yearly without running out? I realize you can't tell me exactly. I'm just yeah, looking no. for a ballpark. Yeah, no, that's right. So, uh, you know, a good ballpark to start with is about four percent. It's typically called the four percent rule. Okay, right. that depends on how you are investing, of course, and a lot of different factors that go into that. What you're trying to accomplish, but um, you know, that's fifty six grand a year. Yeah, I was going to say five percent. I think was like sixty five. Yeah. So yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. So you can take that out. Five uh, percent is is going to work if you invest correctly, diversify. But four percent is a little more conservative. Sure. The reason that this works really well is because that one point four million will typically still grow over time based on past performance of the market. Right. That one point four million will grow at a faster pace than four percent, which is good because you at sixty two, Mary, you've got a life expectancy of eighty seven. So you got twenty five years that you're going to be living in retirement or longer. So you want to make sure that your cost, your standard of living, not cost, but your standard of living does not go down throughout retirement. And when you are investing in stocks, they outpace inflation typically. They help you uh, continue to grow your yeah. income. So that 4% rule is a, is a good rule to follow, a good rule to stick with. And then uh, take higher distributions every year because your account value typically will grow. So yeah, 4%. and I'm assuming, Nathan, now that is probably not factoring in. She doesn't tell us, but I'm assuming this is just what she has invested. Uh, maybe right. maybe it's what she's planning for Social Security. I don't know, but that's another bonus, but more than likely. So if yeah. this is 1.4 yeah, in just her assets, then uh-huh. and she's pulling, let's say, at 4%, what would you say? It was 57000 56000 Yeah, yeah 56 uh-huh. Okay, so then Social Security on top of that, that might be a quite fine retirement for her. Yeah, be- so, you know, I mean, typically, She's probably made a pretty good income, I would say, over her life if she saved that much. And so, uh, you know, typically I would see twenty-five to thirty thousand a year for Social Security uh, for Mary. You know, for the income that she probably made over that time. So yeah, she may be at you know seventy-five, eighty, eighty-five thousand bucks a year in retirement. So and a lot of that's not even going to be taxable to her. So um, that'll that'll be good. Uh, Be a good retirement that she may enjoy, may be able to enjoy well, unless she plans on spending a hundred a year, then that's a problem. Then you got to so. have a conversation, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. true. <laughs> well, and at 62, I think I, you brought up a great point. She could be looking at easily 25 or 30 years. I mean, yeah, 92 would yeah. certainly not be out of the realm there. No, we so, would plan for 30 probably yeah, in her case. Exactly. Uh, just to make sure that, you know, she didn't run out of money before before end of life. Absolutely. Sure. Well, great question, Mary. And thank you so much for submitting that in. And sounds like that you've done well. And kudos for that so uh, i would say if you have further questions if you really want the nitty-gritty obviously and you put it right there in your email you know this is just generalized terms here uh, to really find out the specifics you do need to go sit with a qualified professional and have those numbers ran out and that's something nathan can help you with i uh, can do those projections as he mentioned out to 92 but you got to get on the calendar 855-51-COACH uh, if you're in a similar situation like mary or you just want to come in and have a consultation there you go 855-51-COACH mary it's super important to to invest correctly to get that return you know yeah. you would think that you want to invest aggressively throughout retirement maybe to get a better return to make your your pot of money grow but, but not as you're taking right? income right as you're taking income off that works against you so uh, definitely steer clear of the really aggressive really risky investments with your retirement for the for the majority of your portfolio well Mary come in for that uh, portfolio MRI and get some more details there you go all right how about George George got a question for you he says Nathan I have all all of my retirement savings in one IRA. Should I move some of it someplace else to be better diversified? I think George maybe is mis- 
misunderstanding diversified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's right. And an IRA is just the tax status of yeah. the investment. So um, it's okay to have all of your retirement savings in one IRA because you can diversify in different and a bunch investments. Of stuff. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of stuff inside of that one IRA. Uh, the problem that you may have, George, though, is that you know that's going to be taxable to you when you pull that out, and you have to start pulling it out at 70 and a half when you turn 70 and a half. It's called your required minimum distribution. So that's typically about 4% of your account value. So if you've got a million dollars, like we were talking about, Mary, before, that's going to be $40,000 a year in income that you have to take out. Uh, it is taxable income to you. And uh, you just want to make sure that you figure that in for all of your tax planning going forward. But just because you have all of your money in one IRA, that's not a problem at all, George. Uh, that's actually not a bad thing that right. has happened in your situation. <laughs> so uh, you can you can have it there and still diversify correctly. Yeah. Okay. So maybe uh, since you're talking about taxes, maybe especially right now with everything been going on, would it be a good idea for him to think about a Roth conversion or something? Possibly, yeah. Possibly. The Roth conversion uh, can be a big deal, and that would actually have you two separate accounts, George. Uh, you could have, you know, convert part of that IRA to a Roth if, if you wanted to pay the tax bill on that conversion. It all depends right, on sure. uh, your, you know, the account value, your uh, your situation. So don't just run out and do no, that. No, no, absolutely talk to, not. Yeah. Talk to your accountant, talk to an advisor about that. But a Roth conversion is a good option. I actually had another question this week on on that same type of thing, okay, Mark, sure. Go ahead. and uh, that they sent me just directly instead of going through the website and uh -huh. it was dealing with a lot of that same thing uh just the you know should i do a roth conversion he had about a million dollars should he do a roth conversion that kind of thing and okay. so i uh, i gave him the same basic advice there that you know we need to look at everything and make sure but yeah it can be a really helpful beneficial thing to to go ahead and pay that tax bill now yeah because the tax rates are so low exactly you know, it's just take advantage of that because i mean we we got to think that they're going to go up they just have to yeah it just you know yeah. going going into the future so take advantage of that now yeah I well know i am <laughs> well when you mentioned you know when you mentioned the only you know a big concern you know the one of the things that first popped out of your head for george here was just having everything in one ira was the taxable thought it just made me think about asking you for the roth side so yeah yeah no, george good. come in have the mri buddy come in and have a consultation uh talk to your advisor if you have one already and ask him some of these things you uh, from here on the program or just come in and see nathan as well and and get uh, two opinions and then make a decision from there never hurts to get more than one opinion 855-51-COACH your number to call for that complimentary MRI, 855-51-COACH. And the final question this week for you, Nathan, is from Billy. And this one's kind of interesting. I mean, you can you can pare this down to anybody. I'm sure you've seen a similar situation, just mm -hmm. not counting the, okay. the foreign side of this. But Billy says, uh, Nathan, my parents lived in Germany for a number of years, and they actually left me a home there uh, when they passed on that I inherited. Oh, okay. uh, I only go visit it every couple of years, but the house does have sentimental value to me. Yeah. At what point yeah. should I start, you know, weighing the impracticality of keeping this home versus the sentiment. Yeah, and I'm sure so you see that a lot with I people do. locally yeah. having two houses or whatever. I do. Yeah. And it's, it can be anything. It can be a, a stock that mom and dad left or the house or the farm or whatever. Whatever. But, yeah. You know, one of the things that I like to say to people, especially in this case, Billy, when, you know, when it's in another country, 
Um, it's a house that they've left. You know, when it becomes a burden, that's a good measuring stick. Sure. So to take that and maybe do something with it. Many times, you know, when children receive an inheritance, they get that sentimental value attached to that and they behave irrationally about that. Yeah. You know, we, we want to hold on to it because of that value that it has for us. But when it comes to investing, when it comes to, you know, making sure that you're doing the right thing for your retirement, it's just important to weigh your gut versus that sentimental value, that emotional attachment that you have. Make sure that you get a second opinion on this, get somebody to review this with you. And then, you know, you might find an advisor or even a real estate agent in your case, Billy, that can help you sell that property if you want to. But in your case, it sounds like that just when it becomes a burden to you, when it's something that, you know, you just don't feel like it's a good thing, you're having to deal with it all the time, that kind of stuff. That's a good good measuring stick to say it's time to liquidate. Yeah, it sounds like he's probably heading that direction by yeah, just even does. asking the question. And yeah. I imagine, I mean, I have no idea what, what the foreign differences might be for having a home in Germany, but for right. anybody in a similar situation, yeah, if the thought of the gift is now causing you more stress than the gift was intended, then right. you don't want it to damage the memories you have of the home. You better let the home go than grow to hate it, I guess, maybe. No, that's right. <laughs> it's no, kind of the right. kind of way I was thinking about that. So great questions this week, really interesting ones. And look, uh, we're going to have to wrap up the program and get out of here, but I will say both Mary and George for sure, and Billy maybe even as well, definitely good candidates for the MRI. And uh, other listeners out there, if they want to come in and get that uh, portfolio MRI, give us a quick 30-second uh, version here. Yeah, so the MRI is going to really help you understand if you are diversified. People all the time feel like they have a lot of diversification because they have 10 or 20 different mutual funds. But what we find is they typically don't have diversification. They have a lot of the same stuff that they own inside their portfolio. So our MRI will show you how diversified you are, which asset classes that you own, and show you how much risk that you have going forward in your portfolio and how much your expected return will be. So it helps you just answer a lot of questions that people typically have. And and I know people have a lot of these questions right now because there's a lot of concern with the market volatility that we've been having. We can help make sure that you're on track with your investments and with your portfolio through this MRI. Right now, we're offering this at a, a little Christmas discount to you as a Christmas present for you. So typically, we charge $500 for the MRI. Now we're going to do it for free if you call in and let us know that you would like to take advantage of that. So just give us a call, 855-51-COACH. Let us know you would like to take advantage of that portfolio MRI. You will not regret it. I've never had a client that, or a potential client that was unhappy with what they learned in that situation. Now, there've been a lot of unhappy people with what they thought their advisor was doing and they weren't, but this is a good thing to find out for your investments. Give us a call, 855-51-COACH. Let us know that you would like to get the portfolio MRI. Complimentary portfolio MRI is yours to be had. 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. Just call the number, leave your contact information, get yourself on the calendar. Nathan will call you back ASAP and get you scheduled for a time that's convenient for you. And of course, as he said, uh, you'll certainly walk away with more information than you came in with, and then you can make a decision moving forward from there. But get started today. Claim that complimentary portfolio MRI, 855 855- 
651-COACH, your number to call. Nathan, buddy, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you as always. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was a good show, and I hope everybody enjoys their weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, we're uh, we're winding down the year here. We're going to be back on the airwaves next week right before Christmas. Then we might take a little break there, so you might catch a best of after that. But make sure you call Nathan. Get on the calendar. Come on in for that consultation as the year winds down. And don't worry, if your calendar doesn't allow you to get in to see him until January, you can still call now, and they can still get you that set up for uh, that same time frame so no worries there don't worry about so much about the date just go ahead and make the call and nathan will help you get a time that works best for both of you 855-51-COACH 855-51-COACH this has been the financial answer with nathan o'brien of o'brien and associates and we will catch you next time